Welcome back to another episode of Nothing Really Matters. I'm your host, Celine. I hope everyone has been doing well. It is mid-January already, so the New Year's wishes are out of the way now. But I do hope that 2024 has been off to a great start for everyone. In this episode, I wanted to take a step back and dive into a quote that actually made a pretty significant impact on my life last year. You've probably heard this before, but if you haven't, it basically goes, your fear of looking stupid is holding you back. Pretty self-explanatory and easy to understand. I'd heard it before, but it wasn't really until last year that something finally clicked in. Not to dwell on 2023, but I do want to make sure that I continue to take the things that I've learned from this quote and how I've started to look at a lot of opportunities and a lot of things that I used to be afraid of. And that's what we're going to cover today. Exactly how this fear can hold us back and why it's so important for us to be able to overcome this fear of looking stupid. So let's first unpack the fear part of this quote. I'm sure we've all been there in some way, whether it's holding back a question or not trying something new because we're afraid that we might look silly. A perfect example of this, if you don't know, is I was unable to ride a bike for the first 26 years of my life. Not that I didn't have the opportunities to learn, but I just simply refused and it really goes back to me having this probably ego problem with not wanting to look like I don't know what I'm doing and also being an adult in public trying to learn how to bike didn't sound appealing to me and literally just because of that I held myself back from trying to do something that I actually wanted to try and I've since learned how to ride a bike I learned actually this past summer and it's so much fun i'm not that great yet to be honest like i don't know if i could trust myself around moving vehicles but you know what it's a lot further than i got than before and it took me that long to just finally get over this irrational fear of even trying that might be another situation in your own lives i'm sure there have been instances maybe similar maybe not as ridiculous as i was about not knowing how to bike but I want to take a second to dive into what that root cause of having a fear like this is. And throughout this episode, I'll talk a bit more about some other examples because there are some other things that I would say had an even bigger impact on the things I wanted to do and honestly just held me back now that I look at it. And that's what I was thinking about as I thought of everything that I finally felt like I could accomplish in the last year. So what are some of the root causes that can lead to this fear, especially as we want to do something or want to approach something we haven't tried before, even if it's something we really want to do? One piece is around social conditioning. Essentially, this process when we as individuals start to learn norms and pick up on values and behaviors that are basically deemed as acceptable by society. This can start at a really young age. We're often taught that you know, you should basically conform or avoid making mistakes in public to value other people's opinions. And for most of us, I think those are things that we just do subconsciously because you grow up being taught that that's how you should look at a lot of things. This can instill a fear of standing out or acting against the things that we've already learned as the norms that we should fit within. Another example is maybe in school kids might start to be self-conscious of speaking up or trying new things because a classmate might laugh at them for a wrong answer or you know little things like that and that goes way way back but I do think it's important to acknowledge because a lot of the things that we deem as norms or perspectives that we 
have can start to be formed from years ago that we might not even realize. And that leads into another root cause is past experiences in general. So maybe having experienced something that's similar that caused embarrassment or made you feel stupid in that moment can then start to contribute to this fear that you don't want to do that again. You know, it's like, why would you want to put yourself in that position of receiving a negative reaction, especially if you're putting yourself out there? So even if at one point you felt like you were confident enough to try something because of having done it before and feeling stupid for it or whatever, that can also start to hold you back from trying it again because you don't want to be put in that same situation. And another really big aspect that causes this fear is a desire for social acceptance. We are inherently social beings, so there's this desire within us, whether we admit it or not, for social acceptance, and that can motivate our actions and behaviors. This can also lead to a fear of looking stupid because we start to equate making mistakes or not knowing something or not fitting in as this form of rejection within society. You'll see how all of these different potential causes can come together throughout this episode, but all of them can be intertwined and it often doesn't just show up, you know, in one form, but a combination of ways and in order to overcome the fear itself i think it's important that we challenge the root of these beliefs and actually look at some of those past experiences to make a conscious decision of how we can overcome them and choose our personal growth over this perceived judgment of others which really just goes back to the first part of the quote which is your fear of looking stupid As much as I know I work through a lot of things related to caring about what other people think, a lot of times it's not an active desire to hear what people are thinking or whatever. It can often be a subconscious fear that starts to impact how you might want to approach something or whether you'll even give yourself the chance to go for something that you want to do. And what exactly might this fear cost us? That list, I think, is even longer than the one we just went through about the causes of the fear, but rather thinking about all the things like opportunities, growth, more connections, the list can go on. If you guys have heard me mention before on YouTube, I feel like this is a story I've said too many times, but I'm going to continue to share it because I think it is a perfect example and one that I hope, you know, resonates if you guys have anything that you've ever wanted to try. It is related to YouTube, but again, just looking at anything that you might want to do. My story goes that I used to make videos and I made tons of them when I was starting at about 10 years old. And I actually went back to calculate the videos that I'd made because when I say that, I feel like people think, okay, you just like did silly videos or whatever. And they were silly. They're not videos that I would say are, you know, top tier or anything. But I actually was pretty consistent with it. And at the time that I had stopped making videos, I think I was very close to a million views in total. And that was only within that short period. But the reason that I stopped was because I became embarrassed because people in my real life started to find out and point them out. There are so many times when I first started making videos again that I would just ask myself like why didn't I keep going and you know that was the reason is because I was embarrassed especially when you're younger I think there's a higher chance that hearing kids make jokes about stuff like this or feel like they're making fun of you or maybe they are making fun of you like those things can definitely have a heavier weight when you're 10 or 11 years old but that also can happen when you're an adult i have also heard from people saying that they have this huge fear of people finding out about their content but what a release it has been since i've just accepted and owned up to 
and not hidden this part of my life. I'm still not the most vocal about it in the sense that I wouldn't just like bring it up in conversation with someone that I've never met before, but I do find myself feeling more comfortable since I've told my family, since other people have just found it like my past co-workers or even people that I knew from high school. Even though I didn't exactly make the announcement myself, I kind of wish I did. But more than that, I wish I hadn't been embarrassed the previous times around when I was posting as a kid because there was nothing to be embarrassed about. There's another aspect around this fear that I have of showing up and doing things that I am not good at. So I think that played a big role as well because if you're trying your best but it might not be good enough still in your own eyes or whatever standards that you've set for yourself, the only way that you can get better is to keep trying and to learn in the process. So that's why when people do ask about whether I'd recommend posting more or posting less but to a higher standard when you're just starting off on YouTube, I apologize this has gone a little bit too far in this direction but we'll steer it back. But my advice on that is really to keep going at a higher frequency because you can't improve unless you keep trying and you give yourself that room to practice. When it comes to how other people might perceive it or potentially feeling judged by others, at the end of the day, you can be amazing at what you do and people will still find a reason to criticize you or reflect any of their own insecurities because that's really what it is at the end of the day. So these sad people that want to make fun of you or have something to say can come when you're just starting out or they can come later on when you feel like you have more confidence. And now looking back, I'm no longer that 10 year old that was just making videos, having fun with Photoshop and all that. I still feel like there's probably people that might say stuff about making content and all that. So it, it doesn't go away is my point. So letting the fear of it hold you back from even starting in the first place doesn't do any good. I think that all ladders up to this bigger shift in our perspectives and really starts with realizing that everyone has these moments. But these moments aren't as significant as we think they are, especially not to the people that we are afraid to be judged by, whether subconsciously or not. It's more of a fear in our own minds. One of the biggest shifts for me that allowed me to start doing things I wanted to do and care less about what people may or may not think is going out and doing stuff alone. I've talked about this on my YouTube before, the fact that I didn't really have a lot of friends growing up and often had been called a loner before because I was often by myself and that right there is exactly what I was just talking about when it comes to these experiences that can kind of stick with us because it's more than likely because I'd heard that enough times that I started to think that's something to be ashamed of or, you know, be embarrassed by to be seen doing things alone. I think things really started to shift for me especially when I moved to a new city by myself because I didn't have friends here in Toronto and I still wanted to do stuff like there's so many things happening in the city and I look back at even the first few months that I had moved here and it was summertime there was like little street festivals or even like concerts that I wanted to go to what I remember telling myself was yeah it'd be amazing to go and do stuff with friends and have friends to go to these things with but also I realized I didn't want to let things pass by I didn't want to let life pass me by just because I didn't have people to go do things with and I had to let go of this like 
fear that I had that I, it would be embarrassing to be seen at something by myself or that people would think of me a certain way because I'm there by myself and I've talked a lot about this within several videos about just how I started to realize if people are so pressed to look at you while you're out by yourself doing something then they have nothing better to do with their time because they should be enjoying what they're doing. And that was the biggest shift for me, letting myself embrace this vulnerability. And to be honest, the first few times I went and did stuff, it was uncomfortable, but it was uncomfortable in my own head. Probably from the perspectives of everyone else around me, they didn't care, but I had to first let myself feel uncomfortable, be vulnerable in trying this new thing and trying to do things alone that I used to be so afraid of. And then realized that I was creating this fear in my head and it was only significant because the fear was perpetuated by myself. And something else that also helped overcome these fears of looking stupid was to help build my own confidence. And this is a whole other can of worms. I'm still working on my own self-confidence and self-esteem. I know that it's improved a lot over the last few years, but definitely something that I still want to work on. But last year in particular was probably the biggest shift because I started to feel the most confident that I have ever felt. And a few things have helped with that. One is reframing my self-talk. I've had a really, really bad problem with negative self-talk. This is often stuff that I start to say to myself subconsciously. A big piece of advice that I've gotten is trying to put yourself in the shoes of yourself talking to you as a kid or talking to someone that you love. If those aren't things that you would say to that person or that child version of you, then why would you say them to yourself? For instance, if you have friends that are really interested to start a career as a photographer and they have always wanted to do this, but they aren't sure and they're telling you this, what would you tell them? you would probably be very supportive and encourage them to try this out and wish them the best of luck. But for some reason, when we talk to ourselves, we can not look at it so positively. And for some reason, it turns into negatives and doubts and questioning yourself. Another aspect that has helped me gain confidence, I was actually just on a coffee date recently and we were talking about this around YouTube and seeing people that are similar to you. Because I feel like up until social media has like shown more of this everyday person you might have not had these quote-unquote role models or people that you can be inspired by but that was a really big piece that kind of brought me back to wanting to make videos is I started to watch vlogs and I started to see people that I could see myself in because they're just everyday people at the end of the day a lot of the people that you see no matter you know what status they are are also everyday people but up until I think things like vlogs or more everyday content became popularized again, we didn't really see those aspects of people's lives. And so seeing that also gave me some confidence to realize that there are so many different ways of going about things. Like for instance, with YouTube, you don't need to have like the perfect circumstances for you to finally try something that you want to do. One of my favorite things is actually going to see people's old videos because it makes you realize that everyone has started somewhere. And that probably also felt uncomfortable. A lot of times I think the fear we have is rooted in this anxiety that I have talked about of not being good. And then for some reason that can become an excuse to not even try. But most people, most of the time, don't start off being really, really good at what they do. Honestly, I needed to hear that as well because sometimes I can be very stubborn about trying to be a perfectionist. 
And I'm definitely not saying that as a good thing because I think it's really held me back and also created a lot of anxiety in my own brain because I've just created these scenarios in my head of looking stupid or being embarrassed or, you know, people thinking things and whether they think it or not, it's none of my business, right? It's like if I'm doing something that I want to do, I'm enjoying it, I'm not hurting anybody, then it really doesn't matter. The circumstances for me to really embrace this quote kind of just unfolded but looking back in hindsight and the previous situations many of them that had led me to choose not to do something because I was afraid of what people would think or try to keep things to myself because I didn't want to be vulnerable if I was able to let go of these fears earlier I often wonder what else I might have been able to achieve and the process to overcoming this fear is oftentimes not a super quick one because a lot of the things that lead us to being afraid of trying new things, putting ourselves out there, and being afraid of being embarrassed or looking stupid, a lot of those things probably stem from a subconscious way of thinking or past experiences, the things we've talked about that take a longer time to work through. But you can do both, right? You can like acknowledge that there are things to work through, that there's this fear or there's potential that you might still feel embarrassed in your own head or whatever but acknowledging that I think and still letting yourself go ahead and try and not hold yourself back can lead you to figuring out a lot of things about yourself by giving a little push and working on trying to build a bit more confidence I know that over time it will get easier and if there's anything that you've wanted to do and haven't felt the courage to try because of this fear or because of these negative thoughts in your head, I hope this can give you some encouragement because, again, if you were talking to someone else and they came to you and told you all of their dreams or all these things that they wish they could try, how would you support them? How would you try to lift them up? And try to be kind to yourself as well and know that there's never going to be a perfect time. And most of the time, we are more concerned about us looking stupid in our own heads than anyone else around us. So that wraps it up for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll catch you guys next time. <music>